0: Welcome to the Seashore Church message of the week. This message is designed to bring more of heaven into your world today. For more resources like this, or to learn more about our church, visit seashorechurch.com.
1: Wisdom from above, from the James verse. Wisdom from above is first of all pure, then peaceable and gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Wisdom there is the Greek word of sophia, the wisdom from the Lord is prophetic, given, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Understanding who He is and understanding what is who you are in Him and what you're called to do, right? The uh, pure, the purity. We're, we're not pure in our own, right? None of us are. We're pure because God made us pure. We're whole because He made us whole. We're righteous because He made us righteous. But because He's given us all those things, now we live it, Right? And we live devoted and we live pure and we and we we honor the Lord by 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 walking in his purity. Jesus, as Jesus was in this world, we are to be also in this world. And the Holy Spirit is given into us to empower us into that life. Right? So there's no excuses for wrong habits that can't be broken. We just got to keep surrendering those things. And the more we surrender those things, and sometimes bring a friend in or someone who can pray with us if that's needed, we get free. It's really very simple. Jesus has made this life very, very simple for us. Peaceable. I have peace in my heart before the Lord if there's no area withheld from Him. And if I have peace in my heart with the Lord, then I have peace in my heart with my neighbour. Again, that's really simple, right? And so again, yield. Just yield stuff over before the Lord today. If He highlights stuff as we just progress through and had people pray right yield to the Lord because his peace comes in and makes his home as he makes his home in you Jesus divided uh, Jesus removed the, the the wall of hostility between you and God right that was all of the sin and your own ways of doing things Jesus tore down that dividing wall of hostility between you and God so that his peace could come in and flood your heart right so his peace in you is what we learn to rest in every day and we fight through peace. We, we literally fight. Worship is my warfare. Peace is my warfare as well. Peace in the midst of illegitimate man in the White House calling me an extremist. Peace. I've got the Lord's peace in my heart. Because Jesus defines me, not some illegitimate man. Being open to reason in the ESV... It says being open to reason, but um in the in the the NIV says I'm um, submissive, but being open to reason actually just means willing to yield to first to the father and then to each other, the willingness to yield, my pride of opinion so that the other person and I can move forward together in reconciled whole relationship. All right, being reasonable, okay, full of mercy. Do you know God is so merciful with us? His faithfulness to us is his goodness to us, given to us, shown daily in his love poured out upon our heart. In what Jesus did on the cross, that's the covenant faithfulness that the Lord has to our lives is is shown in his mercy. He is merciful, he is kind, he is just, and he is good, and he gives that to us when we didn't deserve it, and that's his mercy, right? But he wants us to be merciful in the same way. He said, blessed are those who are merciful, they'll receive mercy back, Right? We can increase that from the Lord into our lives by giving it away to all the people around about us. Just being kind, loving, generous. Good fruits, impartial and sincere. Do you know impartial means that, um, that my brother or my sister, impartial means that I show no prejudice. It means that I, I will I'll not be clicky. I'll not have some kind of superiority or elitism in I'm better than that person, do they know who I am? Like impartial, being impartial is set aside that pride that would set me up as something or someone when I'm really not. It's Jesus who is the something and the someone. And if I'm busy making him the something and the someone, I can drop all that other trying to impress someone else or trying to get my way or the impartial prejudices that might exist between, like it's everything, right? From gender to colour of skin to bank account to cars that we drive to clothes that we wear. All of those prejudices have just got to come down. They came down because of the blood of Jesus, right? He destroyed that. So no, no impartiality. Get rid of it. And free. The NSV, the ESV says Sin sincerity, sincere. The NASB is more accurate. It says, don't be a hypocrite. <laughs> don't be a hypocrite. Get rid of hypocrisy. Get rid of hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is just wearing a mask in front of people. And God, by the way. But he sees through it, right? And so get rid of that stuff. hop, Hypocrite is the Greek word. And it means to be a mask wearer or an actor fake. And God wants us to live this way though, with the wisdom that is from above, that is pure, peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. If we, that verse alone is just a verse that is just such a beautiful, um, Signpost for us as the way God wants us to live. And when we do, when we set our heart to intention to live this way, He makes the revelation known to us. He gives us everything we need, fills us, empowers us into it, but makes His wisdom, which, which far surpasses anything the enemy could ever throw our way, far surpasses any kind of human intellect or human wisdom, far surpasses any kind of... Um, Uh, Programs that we can make up, even if you just take it to running church, right? The programs and the models of success around church life. We don't want that. We want what God wants. We want God's revelation and His wisdom for doing all of what we do here, even in the context of church, right? Even that's why we're doing this this morning, because He said, don't preach. He said, just pray. Use that verse and then just get people up here praying. Um, So I'm going to begin by praying. And then, I, then I'll just invite people up. And if you have, so if you have certain things I want to hit today that I might ask people to pray for, but if you if you know and you've got something burning in you that you want prayed for, come up. We're going to have an um, extra mic here too. If you have a prophetic word from the Lord that you know is now from the Lord, um, that you know is got to be spoken and prayed on and agreed upon, um, come up with that word too, okay, just in just a minute. Because what I am going to pray is this first. Oh, I'll just say it. I was going to pull my Bible out. Jesus turned up the temple, turned up all the tables, and ran through the temple with a big whip. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and, he, and he kicked out the money changers and he kicked out the people doing the wrong things. But he said this uh, Mark 11 says, uh, My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. My house will be called a house of prayer. So I'm going to pray into this and if you're someone who maybe struggles with prayer and I'm going to even make it a little bit more practical if you're someone who can't pick stop like you pick up your phone or you've got to look at Instagram or some kind of social media or the distractions make you not pray or you th- feel sleepy if you if you're someone who's like I try to pray but I start to feel sleepy <laughs> like seriously I, I this I do with this with people um uh, or so it's a social media distraction or just wrong distraction. Or I'm too busy to pray and so you just get up in the mornings and get going with your day instead of spending time with the Lord and getting His heart for you and for your day. Or I'm too busy to pray means I'm prideful and I'm going to do it my way. I'm too busy to pray means I'm prideful and I'm going to do my day my way. So I'm going to ask you, really yield that to the Lord right now. And be, so that we can be people who really understand what it means. Prayer means I exchange my wishes, my will, my agenda, so that I can take up the Lord's. I lay my stuff down, my ideas, good as they might be, because they might be great. We're smart people. He made us in His image. We're smart. And there's a bit of a temptation into that, right? But we've got to lay that aside so that we can lay aside our agendas, our great good plans, so that we can really run with His. So as, we, as I just pray on this prayer, if there's stuff in you, just yield it. Just say, you can say this, Jesus, help me. I want to be someone who prayers the praise you want prayed from heaven here on the earth. I want to give voice to the prayers you want prayed on the earth. Like, ask him for that kind of help. So Jesus... I pray, not just for people here, but the American church, we have not been the praying church that you wanted. I repent on behalf of that, God. I repent because we've forgotten how or we've allowed destruction in and I repent, Lord Jesus, we repent on behalf of the church and I pray that you would put a spirit of grace and a spirit of supplication, that's Zechariah 12, right, put a spirit of grace and a spirit of supplication on the church so that we would become a praying church again and so that we would lay aside. Our own agendas and lay aside our own self importance so that we can pick up yours and run with your will and your way, and that our churches and our lives would look the way you want them to look, not the way we want them to look. We repent of bringing our own ideas and enforcing that and asserting ourselves in a place we had no business asserting it. We repent, and even on behalf of the American church. I'm praying, Father God, you said, the beginning of COVID, you said to me, God, that churches who close and who are more concerned with their bums on seats and their money will not reopen when I'm done with this COVID stuff. God said that. Already over 50,000 churches have permanently closed their doors in just two and a half years. 50,000, and he's not even done. And that's a heartbreaking thing, but it's a necessary reality because he's purifying his church. And so... Now I want to be one of the ones that he purifies, not closes down. <laughs> right? So God, we do, we do, we just we just say come have your way. We some come have your way. Come have your way. We want your will, your way. We want our lives to reflect you and glorify you and honour you. We want to be people who you can trust with your great glory and your great power in and through our lives. We want to pray the prayers you want prayed and not our own good ideas and our own agendas. We set it aside. And Father, thank you for the Holy Spirit who fills us and through us prays. The way you want us to pray, thank you. You said that the Holy Spirit is literally jealously longing you, you, you like longing for more of us to be given over to you and into that place of deep, um, intimate relationship with you. We want that, God. We want the place of intimate relationship. We want the place of ongoing, abiding presence with the Lord, the ongoing peace in our heart that is the anchor to any storm, the anchor to anything that's happening around about us. We go, oh God, we give. We give, we give our lips, we want to give our lips and our heart and our mind to praying the true prayers prayed, prayed that you want prayed, the true prayers, sincere prayers, right prayers, the Holy Spirit empowered prayers. We want your will and your way. In Jesus' name. Yeah, Amen. Amen. Okay. I know that probably the Father's already stirring people to pray for things. So just come on up. If there's like five or ten people, just wait your turn. Come on up. Great. I'm
2: going to get this.
3: So Nineveh. Nineveh had two prophets. The first prophet that went to Nineveh was Jonah. Jonah brought a message of peace he brought repentance he brought an opportunity to come back to the Lord he said repent he offered the mercy of God to that city But then another prophet went to Nineveh a couple hundred years later. His name was Nahum. This is what he said. This is what the Lord says. From you, Nineveh, has one come forth who plots evil against the Lord and devises wicked plans. This is what the Lord says. Although they have allies and are numerous, they will be destroyed and pass away. Although I have afflicted you, Judah, I will afflict him no more. Now I will break their yoke from your neck and tear your shackles away. The Lord has given a commandment concerning you, Nineveh. You will have no descendants to bear your name. I will destroy the images and idols that are in the temple of your gods. I will prepare your grave for you are vile. Nahum's name means comfort. And I've struggled with this. I've struggled with judgment. And if you can picture the the courtroom of heaven, if you can picture the courtroom of heaven, the different people in that courtroom, you picture God, you can picture Jesus, you can picture the accused, You can picture the rest of the courtroom. Who is comforted in that word? Who finds comfort in that word? Who finds comfort in that judgment? Is it the accused? It's not. The comfort in that word is for the child of God, the comfort in that word is for the one under the yoke. The comfort in that word is for the one shackled. The comfort for that word is for the one in fear. The comfort for, the, for that one is the one who's afflicted. There is a judgment. There is a judgment. The judgment is for the accused. The judgment is for the one who has come forth to plot evil against the Lord And devise wicked plans, he is under judgment. Not us. The first prophet told us that the one who repents and comes to God is our brother and our sister. The second prophet holds the accused accountable. So Lord, I pray today, Lord, I pray today that the children of God find comfort in you. Lord, I pray today that every child of God hears your voice and can feel your comfort and knows exactly what to do today and stands behind Jesus, who is breaking the shackles and setting them free healing their diseases. Lord, I pray they get out of the way and just get behind Jesus, Lord. I pray that your children, Lord, come to you and rest under your wing. I pray that we all hear your voice, that we all come to you, that we fall under you, that we get out of the way. Lord, that we just follow your plan. In the name of Jesus, amen.
1: Amen, amen. I want to just um, say some of the shackles that people might not realise have been shackles are shackles of sickness, shackles of um, you just accept sickness, you accept a diagnosis and then just take the medication like a mental illness education. uh, Mental illness education? I'm going to get me an edumacation. Um, (laughs) um, Medicine. (laughs) Medicine. (laughs) <laughs> it's way back there in the brain. Roller the decks. Um, so, so shackles of, um, when I first moved here in 2000, after about two and a half years here, I was getting a finger on a pulse of the education system and my prayer became, oh my gosh, the education system here is a hurry up and get in debt system. God, why, don't, why are people just so willing to just go get in debt? because that's oppression. That's a shackle. Debt is a shackle. Debt is an oppression. And so whether it's come through education because of big bills on your classes or other means, doesn't really what it matter what the means are. Um, God, we're just going to pray right now. God, bring down the shackles of debt over people's lives. I pray, Father God, that you break off the shackles, especially concerning education debt, but not in the way that, again, the illegitimate government is trying to do it through our taxes and just taking more. I pray, Father, that there would be an absolute reformation in education. Absolute reformation. When we have Yale's and and universities like Yale's with billions of dollars sitting in bank accounts doing nothing but racking up and getting more money for themselves and then causing the cost of education to skyrocket and then putting people in debt to it and then the taxes on the back of that from people who don't even have the education. That's injustice. God, do justice in the education system. Do justice in the education system. Expose the corruption. Expose the faulty ways that people have got in debt in this system. And I pray also do justice in the doctrines and the the doctrines of demons that are being taught through the education system of Marxism and social emotional learning. I pray, God, that you break off every shackle because that's a shackle of the mind, right? Shackles in the mind of wrong teaching and softening up people and making them be okay with socialism and Marxism for more than 20 years here in this nation. The infiltration plan that was enacted in the 1940s till now. God, break that shackle off this nation. Break that shackle off the education in this nation. We pray that people would remember again what true education is, that they would remember again what it really means to serve our young people and give them... Education is going to set them up for success in life, not for some socialistic, communistic control, slavery system. Break that off, people's lives. Break that off, this nation, Jesus. Break it off, this nation, Jesus. It's a shackle. It is a satanic shackle. Break it off, this nation. I pray that people would see it for what it is. Socialism and communism is nothing else but out of the heart of satanists. Satanists. God, I pray that your church would realize and get it out of pulpits. Pull it out of pulpits. Communism out of pulpits. Expose it and pull it out of pulpits. Yeah, amen, amen. Someone else actually come and pray for education and young people. Would Some of you young people too. Don't, that's not me telling you to sit down, like, come stand right up here, Ariel. But like you girls, you, I know that you can pray. You pray. Come on. You all can pray for your schools and, and whatever it is, like young people generally. Go.
4: Lord, I thank you that you have built up a strong generation. These kids are not far gone. These schools will not be the same this year. This is the year for boldness upon these children. These kids will not have any fear because your perfect love cast all that out, Lord. I just pray these kids are not the same, that these kids kids go in these schools and spread your word like no other. This will be the year of change. These schools will be different and they're gonna notice Virginia Beach and Norfolk is different this year, Lord. Thank you for the change you have put in these kids. I pray a fire over all of these kids this year that they're not going to be torn down by these schools. They're going to take over these schools this year. They're not going to be taken over this year. Thank you, Jesus. These kids will not be taken away from you, Lord. Their priorities will be fully on you, God, and this will not be the year of their takedown. This will be the year that more kids will be saved. You will not hear on the news about the suicides anymore because they will be saved by Jesus. Thank you, God. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. their amen. mental health will not be taken over yeah. by the school year this amen. year amen. thank you Jesus amen. in your name amen 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 amen, amen.
5: yeah um so ah, <clears throat> oh, I teach at a private school and I see parents sac- making huge sacrifices for their children to be there and I see parents making huge sacrifices to be able to homeschool children but man, what if the church reformed the education system so that public school was a place you wanted your children to be? Proverbs 11.11 11 says, By the blessing of a righteous man, a city is exalted, a city rises up, a city is, um, is made great. And so we're going to bless the public school system, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're going to change the way we start talking about the public school system so that we see the change that we hope for because we speak it into existence. And so right now, Jesus, we bless the American public school system. We bless the administration with ideas that come directly from heaven, whether they understand that or not. We bless the public school system with governance that is for the education of children and not for their own agenda and themselves. We bless the public school system with teachers who are passionate about real education and about raising problem solvers and critical thinkers who will bring about great transformation in our world for your glory, Jesus. We bless the public school system with freedom in classrooms for teachers to speak about you and to share your truth, your way. We bless the public school system with prayer back in the classrooms. We bless the public school system with Jesus being praised in assemblies and in gatherings. We bless the public school system with the resources that they need to be able to educate well. Come and have your way, Jesus. Let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come, Jesus. Open heaven. Open heaven over these schools, Jesus. And let your glory fill the hallways. Mobilize your angel armies. Fill the hallways with your glory, Jesus. Jesus. I taught in a public school once, and I'd have kids showing up at my door saying, Ms. Gaia, we don't know what it is, but when we walk past your room, it feels like electricity in the hallways. Well, that was Jesus. So, Jesus, would you give teachers the boldness to carry you into their classrooms in such a way that it is tangible? It is tangible, Jesus, that the kids start to feel the difference, that there would be atmosphere changes. Thermostats are not thermometers, Jesus. Come and change the atmospheres in our schools where violence disappears, where rebellion disappears. And give students a hunger to learn. A hunger to learn your way, Jesus. We bless the education system in this nation, Jesus. Amen.
1: God, we also just pray for young people who face that hopelessness, that hopelessness that is causing them to just kind of go through life and not have something kind of a picture for the future or a vision for the future. I pray, Father, that you bust off their thinking, the hopelessness that the enemy loves to push in and oppress them with, or not just the hopelessness, they'll never amount to anything, or what good would it even be if I try? I pray, God, bust that thinking off, off the schools in this nation, off the young people in this nation. Rescue them out of that. Rescue them out out of the hopelessness, rescue them out of um, the it's sociogenic thinking. Right? Is one person says, "I'm thinking about suicide." Then ten others go, "Well, some I make it popular." Jesus, I just pray that that you would bust that thinking off them. Bust that that when when thinking is like memes spread. It's a virus of thought. So when those thinking when that that spreads from person to person to person, the wrong thinking, the depressive thoughts, the anxiety thoughts, the suicide thoughts that are whatever goes along with that father i pray that you bust that that spreading ability bust it down off them and instead let there be such an ability for them to start to envision a future with you god's narrative is the prophetic voices and i pray I'll amplify prophetic voices into their lives so that they can start to see an incredible life with you an incredible future with you cuz you're with you god you want to bless you want success. You want to raise people up. And so I pray in our young people in this nation that prophetic voices would really be amplified and the negative ones completely eliminated so that they can start to see your narrative. God's narrative is the storyline that they want. I pray, we pray for, we pray for revival in our young people. We pray for revival. We pray for that you would pour Holy Spirit out on all young people across this whole nation. Middle schools, high schools, elementaries, that these young people would be encountered by you and see you in fresh ways, in new ways, and that it would be uh, very normal for them to live very supernatural lives, interacting with you, Holy Spirit, knowing that it's you every day, speaking to them and giving them the words to speak to their friends and, and lead their friends to Jesus. We pray, make yourself known through through revelation. Make yourself known. Make it. You make. I pray that you be so plain, like plain as day, plain as another actual physical person standing in front of their face that they would know you Jesus that they would know you and love you and give themselves to you fully full devotion we pray for full devotion of this young generation the enemy has tried to take them out but you have not let him and so God we just put our prayers for these young people in this generation we we pray for them help us help us help them the way we should help us father them mother them parent them nurture them encourage them do whatever it is we need to really
6: help
7: You know what you pointing to. I really feel specifically just the educators that are here. So I know we got Brooke and uh, Liz, and I'm, try- I'm just trying to, without my glasses on, if you are a teacher, public school, private school, um, would you mind standing up? If you're a public school or a private teacher, or a private school teacher, and now, I know, I know, give a minute. and now if you are a homeschool teacher as well. Like you're primarily involved. Susan, that's you were the first part. Primarily involved in the educating of your own kids. Would you stand up? And if you are, are near them, would you just place your hand on them? And in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. With wisdom. We bless you with patience. We bless you with sleep in Jesus' name. God, instead of praying for the best students, we're praying for the students that have the most need because the rivers of living water flowing from you are more than enough than what those kids need. We do pray for the reform of the system, but God, we bless you. We bless you, the first responder to the educational needs of our children with Everything that you have in Christ Jesus, we thank God for you. We believe in you. We love you. And we are for you. In Jesus' name, amen.
8: Hallelujah. Can everybody lift their hands real quick? Like both of them? Not like sappy worship, like all the way up. (laughs) Because this is what it looks like to surrender. Because I know that why the Holy Spirit makes me cry. annoying. (laughs) Because I know that we're praying in this room, but the Lord's speaking louder than any of us. Because everything that we've been speaking in youth is talking in this room right now. Oh gosh, it's annoying. (laughs) Because I know you guys have heard stories. The Lord has moved tremendously in youth this year. We have kids who come in with cut marks, not knowing if they're going to make it the next day, now getting their friends saved. And now they're going into the schools where most of the kids want to kill themselves, where most of the kids only see their future as filled with depression, as filled with anxiety, as filled with school debt. They're going into the schools now, even if it's at home. And so the Lord's, oh my gosh, stop. So I'll get there. I love you guys. So, we've been talking about how we're not going to be half-committed Christians because that's mad lame. We're going to go all the way in. Like, we're not doing this halfway, but we're going to be extreme. And so that's why I love it that we're called extreme. Because I have kids coming in going, I got called crazy. I got called crazy for Jesus. Because nobody cares for that half-committed stuff. Nobody's going to surrender to that half-committed Jesus. When you said, yes, my Jesus died for our sins, but then you still live in it. We're going to be completely set apart. We're going to be marked. And so the Lord has done so much this summer and then he, he, I'll stop shaking soon. So (laughs) yeah, I know one day he spoke this to me. It's Isaiah 43. So the Lord's done amazing things this summer. This has been a good summer to remember. He's really fulfilled that word, but I feel like this is the new thing that's happening. (laughs) Let's see. Thus says the Lord. Who make this is verse sixteen, thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings forth chariot and horse, army and warrior, they lie down, they cannot rise, they're extinguished, quenched like a wick. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Verse 19 says, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness, and rivers in the desert, the wild beasts will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, for I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. Desert, to give drink to my chosen people, the people whom I formed for myself, that they might declare my praise. So, Lord, we thank you that you have done a good work this summer, that it was a good summer to remember, that you are setting our youth apart. You are marking them with your blood. You are marking them as your chosen people. But, Lord, we praise you that even though you did those former things, you are doing a new thing. Lord, set these schools on fire. I pray that every knee would bow and every tongue would confess that Jesus is Lord. Lord, Lord, that these schools were once known for depression, that these schools were once known for homosexuality, for anxiety, for people wanting to kill themselves, for people doing drugs in the bathroom. But I thank you that you are turning the tide, that you are doing a new thing, Lord, even for your chosen people, that we won't just take a small... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we won't take just a small change, but we want such a big change that every single kid has to say, what is happening in this school? Lord, it could only be God. It could only be Jehovah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing it. We don't want to be half committed. We don't want to be lukewarm because we know that you don't want us to be lukewarm. We want to be hot on fire for God. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray that as these kids spend time in your presence, constantly feeding into your word, constantly getting into prayer, getting into praise, I pray they would become like a fragrance on them, that as they go out and as they preach to their friends, they would feel the presence of God fill those schools. Lord, let your name be the name that is talked about in those hallways. Hallelujah. I curse every single bit of depression on these schools. I curse every single bit of anxiety. I curse the devil who's trying to take them out and kill them young. They will not die young, but they're going to live long if Jesus tarries and make a mighty change in this world. For this generation is bold, Lord, and I won't watch it die off. So I thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing this school year. A new thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen.
9: I want to tell you guys that academia belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, I mean, I mean. High, higher education started as God's, and it doesn't look like it yet, but it's, it, it will be very, very soon. Yes, um, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms yes, of our God yes, and of his Christ. Yes, I mean, I mean. Thank you, J- Jesus, that academia belongs to you. That the schools <laughs> belong to you. That the places that began as places to raise up pastors will become again the places of revival. Your temples, not the temples of Baal in Jesus' name. So that's not why I came up. Um, I had a dream last night and there was a storm unlike any I have seen with my physical eyes before. And I perceived when I woke up that it was the things over this nation and over the world. But in this dream... I was laying down, resting, and my Father was sitting with me. And I want you all to know that the Father is sitting with you. And that whatever this storm looks like, the utter destruction that it looks like, it will not touch you in Jesus' name. We are protected in the arms of the Father. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, that even the winds and the waves obey you that whatever storms are coming that they are in your hands just like we are in your hands and that we will not be touched or destroyed that you are rebuking the devourer on our behalf and that only your enemies will be destroyed in Jesus name
1: amen amen i'm just going to also pray for Ariel cuz you don't know the fight she's got right now i just pray on that i pray um she's actually is a phd you're getting right and the bringing a battle to her cuz she's unvaccinated right and the university don't like that and they like they've just turned the full force of every legal part they have on her against her as a person in the department and so we just break off the witchcraft the words. We break off the, because um, it's, it's in it's in the mental health area too, right? It says, oh, are you really healthy if you don't want the vaccine? We break off that witchcraft and all of those words in Jesus' name. We break that off and pray that you would strengthen her for this battle. And God, it's like you're stationing her and positioning her to break the open um, the, the way for so many others. And so with this ODU school, we thank you for the school. We thank you for it. We thank you for every professor down there. But I pray that you'd, break break off the witchcraft and she'd have a clear and open way to fulfill and finish this degree without any more hassle from any other professor in Jesus name and their legal teams I pray that they would drop it all in Jesus name amen amen protector God okay I'm gonna also gonna just change a little bit off education so stay there pray Gary Um, um, If you have a business or business idea and you're someone, you're like, okay, God gives strategies out of heaven to start new businesses. New businesses are answers for problems within society, right? God wants to bless us with these. God wants to give us incredible ideas that will be um, the answer to someone else's need, but then will also be the creation of wealth for you, but it's not so that you're just made wealthy, It's so that the wealth that's created can be turned back and be a blessing to the city and all the people around about it. Because he's very interested in how we, you know, as we grow wealthy, he's interested in what we do with the wealth too. So pray, come up. Anybody who's got a business or a business um, that you might have ideas for, if you just want to pray into that, I really invite you now. Is that along the lines of what you want to pray? All right, well, I'm going to start while I wait for people feel free to stay there or even come up here. That's fine too. Be comfortable, right? Be comfortable up here. This is just prayer meeting time. Yeah, come on, come on. Business, business people. Strategies from heaven. Where's my other microphone gone? Oh, (laughs) thanks.
2: (laughs) Thanks. Father God, in Jesus' name, we call forth entrepreneurship. We call forth the entrepreneurs, Father God those that you have assigned into the marketplace, Father God, because Jesus owns all of it, all of it. And Father God, I rebuke the spirit of robbery that is stealing business ideas. I rebuke the spirit of robbery that is stealing intellectual property, that is stealing concepts and perverting them. Father God, in Jesus' name, we decree and we declare that you are the author of the free market that you created economies, that money is real, and it's gold and it's silver, and it's not fake fiat. Mm-hmm. Father God, we, cle- we ask you to cleanse the fakeness and the fraudulence yeah. out of our economies because it is a lie, and it forces us to bend into a lie or starve. So, Father God, in Jesus' name, we decree and we declare because you are all-powerful. Because you are the God of truth, and you hate unjust scales, and you hate when they move the boundary stones of the fathers by stealing inheritances. And we free up the entrepreneurs. We free up those, Father God, who are running businesses. We say Satan may not steal from the kingdom anymore, and that everything he's stolen is recompensed and paid back sevenfold for the advancement of your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen.
10: Um, Yeah, Father, we just, we just, we ask for your provision of resources. Um, to do the, to step out in whatever it is you are giving us, um, that you are um, inspiring us to do, Lord, that you would provide the resources, the people, that you would open the doors, that you would provide these strategic ideas, these kingdom ideas, and that there would be like a, a courage and a grace in in our hearts to move forth in those ideas, to not just sit on the ideas, but to actually take steps forward, Father, um, that. You yeah, that this would just be a season of increased resources from your hand, Lord, whether that be financial, whether that be people, whether that be information or resources, so that we can kickstart what it is you are giving us um, to bless your people and for our finances to also be redeemed and restored, for that debt to be canceled, for the provision to take place, for generosity to um, increase through, through our hands to your people. And so, Father, we just... We just ask for resources, supernatural resources to come quickly and that we would know, oh, this is, oh, this that just came to me is for this so that I can invest in this and move forth in this. Lord, make it clear what it is you are giving us and for what purpose it is. In Jesus' name amen i'm gonna just
1: add this It's from isaiah and it's the passion translation and it's from chapter 11 and it says a child has been born for us a son has been given the responsibility of complete dominion that's our job he said go make disciples of all nations will rest the complete dominion will rest on his shoulders and his name will be the wonderful one the extraordinary strategist, the mighty God, the father of eternity, the prince of peace, great and vast is his dominion. He will bring immeasurable peace and prosperity. He will rule on David's throne and over David's kingdom to establish and uphold it by promoting justice and righteousness from this time forward and forevermore. The marvelous passion that the Lord Yahweh, commander of the angel armies, has for his people will ensure that it is finished. Amen, I'm in, amen. I'm in. So the justice, justice,
11: yeah, go. Businesses. So business owners, I need everyone who's a business owner to stand. Yeah. It's been amazing to watch and even in the last 20 years how small business owners are under attack. Have you noticed that? Yeah. yeah. The government's trying to shut down small business owners and small businesses. And so what I want to pray for Are those business owners that have vision? Because I'm telling you, John and I, in the last few years, especially with COVID, how to navigate has been our saving grace. Only because literally every step we take, we take before the Lord. We would not be here, we would not have survived had we not been on our knees in prayer for every decision made in our business. And that's what I feel like for every business owner here today, that the key is going to be your relationship and prayer and hearing how to navigate every decision put before you. Is this of God? Is this of me? Is this a, a snare? Literally every decision we take before the Lord. And that's the key. It's not about the wealth that all, all the time or the resources. Or It is right alignment with the Lord. And that song we were singing this morning about lord i just want to be with your heart i want to i was picturing a path and i was picturing the lord and i just walking the path and any time i might want to step in my own thinking off that path the lord brought me right back and that's the vision i have for my life my kids and our business and so father i speak father Vision over these business owners right now, Father. I thank you Lord for life and hope to build within them in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, that their vision is your vision. Their uh, being able to see, Father, will not be hindered in any way from the enemy for any wrong motive or whatever it may be that the enemy tries to throw their way. But Father, that they would not make decisions in the natural, but every single single decision before them, Lord, they will lay down before you to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, to be the one to guide them. Father, I thank you for blessing these business owners. Lord, I thank you for the grit, the determination, but more than anything, the the hearing of your voice, Father, to be led by your Holy Spirit in everything that they do. Bless them, I pray, with strength, with wisdom, with creativity, Father. Let them hear your voice in new ways, Father. Let them rise up, Father, within, within themselves, Father, to hear that and, and, and to stay in relationship in every area of their business. Bless them, Father, I pray. Give them hope, Father. Thank you for guiding and thank you for providing in every situation. In Jesus' name, amen.
12: Father, right now we pray for the release of creativity and innovation. Lord, we pray for new ideas, fresh approaches, fresh ways of doing things that have never been done that way before, God. We have lots of problems. God, we need lots of solutions. And we know that you have a storehouse of solutions in heaven. God, we know that you have a storehouse of ideas. And God, we know that you are the ultimate creator. You love creativity. You love when we create. You created us in your image, so we are also creators. You've put unique creative expression inside each person here that you want them to release because it releases the expression of who you are. So God, I ask that you would help us to release the expression of Jesus in the world through every single business, through every idea, through every entrepreneurship thing we do, Lord, that we would be releasing your nature, your goodness, God, your grace, your mercy, your provision over people. And I also ask, Lord, like Daniel God you said you gave him all wisdom and all knowledge that he understood everything of the things that was in, that were in front of him so i asked for an increase in skill an increase in knowledge. Lord, that you would increase the anointing on people's lives, that you would teach them things they didn't know, that they would wake up and find themselves with expertise that they didn't know they had, that they'd have words of wisdom, God, that you would pour out more of the Holy Spirit, that you would increase our discernment to hear the things that you're saying. I also want to pray for the release of... things that have been held up, unjustly held up or held up by supply chain and other things. And there's a lot of things that have been held up the last few years. So Lord, right now we say release, release, release the things that are being held up, whether it's commissions or checks or bonuses or salary or whatever it is, Lord, if it's just... um, contracts that people illegally uh, refuse to pay on or things that are tied up in lawsuits, Lord. We ask that those things would be released right now in the name of Jesus and that you would pour that provision into these businesses like a flood in Jesus' name.
13: So awesome, so awesome. Marcy, it's crazy that you are praying that because that's exactly what I was thinking of um, as I was making my way up here um, from... Second Chronicles, there's a story about a king named Asa. And the Bible says he was a good king, right? And the reason why he was a good king is because all the battles that he had, he carried the Lord into with him before he went into those battles. And if you read about his story towards the end, um, there's a little passage. He, he ends up getting sick the last couple of years and that type of thing. And the only battles he loses, his health battles are the ones that he doesn't lean into the Lord for, which is kind of crazy. So uh, in the vein of that relationship, I also, for for business owners, as we like walk through these things, when we see the realities of the world, that remember to trust in the Lord, that we remember to carry that trust with us, it's really, really easy to see and be like, well, I only have this, and this is where I need to get to. How am I going to make this work? Lord... I'm going to go this way, hopefully you bless it, rather than leaning into him first and trusting that he can provide the answer to that, right? So, so Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you so, so much, God, for the, for the business owners for, for the people with entrepreneurial thoughts, for the people with new ways of looking at things, even if they are in positions of, of salary or, or working for someone, having new ways to think about things, having, having ways to make things more efficient. Lord, that when they lean into you, Lord, when they lean into that relationship that they have with you, Lord, that they would lean into the trust that they have in you. Lord, I pray for more trust in you that when they can't see the floor before them, Heavenly Father, Lord, that you give them the trust and the boldness to take those steps, Heavenly Father. Dear God, that you give them the wisdom to walk when they're supposed to, to stay when they're not. But more than that, Lord, that they lean into their relationship with you to begin with and trust in the answers that you give them and move forward in that. I just thank you so much in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. All right, you had a word.
14: Thank you, Remy. You asked for a prophetic word, and one word rang through my spirit and my mind freedom. Freedom in Jesus, freedom by the blood. If you're growing a garden, kneel on your hands, put your hands in the dirt and declare the blood over your land. If you want, declare it over your business, declare it over your whole life, seek holiness. Look for, don't agree with the enemy. Don't lend your mouth to, to agreement with old music or something from your past or negative speech. Don't complain. Just praise the Lord. Thank Him for your challenges as well as your blessings. And there is freedom. And remember, when freedom happens, and when you were set free from jail and the shackles come off, and, and Peter was in, in prison, or Paul was in prison, and there was an earthquake. There was upset. There was something that happened. And it was, don't be fair. Don't fear. Don't ever give in to that. Have faith in the Lord that He is... Still there for you in freedom. Oh, Father, I declare freedom over ourselves. Teach us how to be free. Break the systems that shackle us, Father. Help us have faith in you as this happens because it will be disruptive. Father, when the storm comes, let us know that you are still with us. Give us the boldness to speak to that storm that it will not touch us. Father, freedom. Freedom over our city. Freedom over our country. Freedom over the the culture. Break off this, this oppression. Break off the deception that is over the people. Freedom. I declare it. I loose it. Let it go forth from this place now in the name of Jesus. And by the power of His blood, Amen and amen.
6: While I was back there, um, when Romy first started praying, I kind of saw God was in a box, um, and I just asked him what that meant. And so I just want to kind of pray into, and maybe even as I'm talking, something is coming to mind as to what you... like. I feel like God wants us to let him out of the box and into every single area of our lives. We're praying over businesses, we're praying over um, all these different things, but we have to live a life surrendered. I don't know if it's... (laughs) Do you want to say something?
14: (laughs) Um,
6: So whatever it is, maybe take a second to ask the Lord, what is it? Is it my pride? What is it? He He desires our whole heart. And for me... I've been on this journey to try and open up my every single area where, when I'm with my children, when I, wherever I go. And maybe it's, Lilia, when you were saying lukewarm that's made me jumped up because I actually felt that during worship is I don't want to have a lukewarm relationship with Jesus. I don't want to. He's done so much for me. That's the least I can do to have a heart that's fully surrendered and let him out of the box. So let's just pray into that. Father, I just thank you that you see every single heart this morning. Um, i also pray for people who are not business owners i pray for people in the workplace in the marketplace father i just ask lord that they will yield to your plan surrender let them be on their knees if they are lukewarm god and they're asking why right now show them why show them what's blocking it in jesus name and i just pray lord we release you out of the box we we say you are welcome in every single area of of our hearts and lives let us be yielded to you. We just say, pride, go, in the name
0: of Jesus. We love you, Lord. Amen. Yeah, amen, amen. Um, I thought this was my imagination during worship, because, anyway. But then when Romy started to speak, I knew it wasn't. Um, when we sing that song, um, You Make the Darkness Tremble, every time we sing that song, I imagine, like, a candlelight flickering, and that's, like, the tremble, you know, because you flickers in the dark and this time I didn't, I didn't see that, like Joe Biden popped into my head. And I haven't been on Instagram this morning, so there's no reason that should be there. Um, but God told me like, you know how like he just downloads, it's like, that's the darkness that's trembling, but it's yes. not just, yes. it's not him. He's just, you know, part of it. The, the people we see, like they're just part of it, but it's like an iceberg. It's like, there's what we see and then the crazy that's under that we don't see. And that's what's, that's what's trembling. And I think it's really evidenced And like the, and, and again, you said the insanity, like he, he goes on television and tells us we're extremists, but we're not extremists and we're not the minority. We're the majority. Most people in this country feel the way we do, but and, and they're, they're trembling. They're scared because they're like, we're losing our grip. And they're trying to make us believe that we're the crazy ones, and we're the minority, and we're the extremists, and we're not. And I just, I just feel that we need to, to pray for the, the church, because there are a lot of churches that are, that are buying into this, and, or are not realizing the control that the, the devil has on these people. Just, they're just not seeing the evil. And I think that we just need to pray. So, I mean, I just, I pray, Jesus, that you just open the eyes of everyone in this country that calls themselves a believer. Everyone that is may, maybe a lukewarm Christian, God, they just, heat them up. Heat them up to, to boiling and let them see this. And and let the trembling, I mean, it's it's going to continue. It's going to keep trembling until it just explodes and and all of the crazy is exposed, and everything that the enemy is trying to do through all of this, the things we see, and then who knows what else is going on that we don't see. It's just all going to come out, and we need praying Christians to to bring it out. And so I just pray for your people. I pray for everyone, everyone that calls themselves a believer in this country and and throughout the world that this is just blown up and exposed and, and shattered. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Okay, so we're going to switch a little bit to this mic. (laughs) Timing is everything. Um, um, So we're just going to change a little bit. We're going to start praying for some healing. And I know there's people in the room that want healing in their body for different things. I'm going to pray very generally. And this scripture, as the Holy Spirit just said, keep praying over the church the whole two years, two and a half years. We've been praying on this, but I'm going to do it again and declare it. Add your faith, right? This scripture, and this is the promise of God to you, for you, for protection, for healing, and so that the sicknesses and diseases don't come on you, right? That's why we agree with scripture, and we agree with the promises, and we pray them through, and we declare them over our life, right? This is Psalm 91, He gave it to me at the beginning of COVID and he just said, like, you'll be fine. Your church will be fine. And we lost no one. Our church was really great, right? So we praise him for that. But who knows there's more than just the virus that they made in a lab there's more things that they've been doing and setting against us and so whether it's the degradation of food and the degradation of farming and the degradation of just our physical bodies through uh mentally through social media and through tv and through programming but then also through the 5g stuff and all the electricity poisoning right so all of this stuff we pray for i pray for you all all the time and even specifically this almost daily for everybody here. And really, I'm asking you too as well, pray that we would be healthy, pray that we would have healthy bodies and defy the the things that the enemy's trying to do and put upon us because physical health, damage to physical health and then debt on the back of the physical health because of the, the medical bills, that's oppression, that's a slavery and we don't have to live under it. Okay, Psalm 91 says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High, that is abide in his presence, right? Learn to abide, learn to sit there, learn to wait. Don't be in a hurry to get out of his presence, right? Um, they will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrows that fly by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. So anything that the enemy's doing and using any kind of political stuff to do it, it we do not fear it. We don't live in fear, right? We rise above that and listen and pray to the Word of God and declare it. We will not fear this stuff. It says, verse 7, A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand. So we're even going to pray for people who've got the vaccine and it's making them sick and they're dying because that number is so much greater than people who ever had COVID in the first place now. We're going to pray into that. Um, it will never, the 10, A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Your eye, you will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, the Lord is my refuge and you make the Most High your dwelling... No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. Amen? Amen. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. And you will tread on the lion and the cobra. And you will trample the great lion and the serpent. Verse 14. This is is for you. Because this is the Father saying, because you love him. Right? Because you love God. He's going to do this. It says, Because He loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue Him. I will protect Him, for He acknowledges my name. And He will call on me, and I will answer Him. I will be with Him in trouble, and I will deliver Him and honour Him. And with long life, I will satisfy Him and show Him my salvation. So Jesus, thank you because that is protection and that is healing, that is provision of um, of both those things. And God, we I pray that our hearts would rise in that place of faith, and we would set aside fear. Three hundred and sixty times the Bible says, "Do not fear." And so, God, I pray is one each one for each day. <laughs> uh, so, but God, I pray that people would understand no fear. We need to have we can have no fear. We can have perfect trust in you and not at all be led by fear. And every day we have to choose to not be led by fear. And so, I pray that. People would not be led by fear and trust scriptures like these ones. I pray also now for people that are right now dealing with the effects of the vaccine. All of the people with any kind of heart issues and neurological issues. All the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, God, I'm praying that you expose it bring truth, just increasing, 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 increasing levels of truth and exposure so that light can be shed on that. And God, I pray for healing. We pray for healing. We pray reverse the effects of that poisonous dart, reverse the effects of that poison in people, reverse it. I've even prayed people, if, if we know people that, that have got duds, that it literally just does not work in their system, that nothing would come upon people, that, that the people who created it would be freaking out because it's failed <laughs> and they've spent so, much money. I pray God just heal, heal, heal. I pray even now for people that are suffering the effects of the um, issues in their blood and heart conditions. We pray reverse the effects of it and heal people. There's even a man here in the room that has lost his mother because of it. And so Jesus we pray that not one more person would leave a mother lose a mother or a father or a family member or a sibling or a friend. No more people lost to this. We're praying God that you literally reverse the effects of this demonic jab. That's what it is. It was a demonic jab, a bioweapon. God, we are asking that you reverse it in Jesus' name. Reverse the effects and expose every one of the liars. Expose them in Jesus' name. More healing.
5: Um, so during worship, I saw I saw the glo- God pour out His glory in, in the room. And normally when I see the glory of the Lord, it either rises like like a river, it rises like water, <clears throat> or it's like a, a waterfall and, and and rain and, and lots of it, or um, it's a really thick mist, and um, and to this morning, it wasn't, it was like lots of really thin and narrow um, gold-like threads that were coming out of like a needle that were being poured into, into people, and I was like, Jesus, what is this? And he was like, hey, this summer, you learned about the power of the small screwdriver, um, because I did. I learned about the power of having a really tiny screwdriver in your home. You use them all the time. And, um, and my dad bought me three. And um, today, the glory was very specific. He was pouring his glory into very specific areas of our lives. And um, I saw him pouring glory onto, st- onto strategy. Strategy strategy that He has been giving individuals and you've been wondering whether this is God or whether this is you, this morning I saw Him pouring His glory onto that. Yes. I saw Him pouring His glory onto finances. If you are somebody who is struggling with financial stuff and re- lack of resources, this morning His glory was poured onto that. And then I saw Him pouring His glory into parts of our bodies that is needing healing. Yes, yes. And I saw specifically... Um, into bones, into um, veins. So the, the, the gold went in and it kind of spread through all the bones, through the skeletal system or through, all the, to, through the veins. Um, and so if you need healing in your body, let's just trust him, right? Put your hand on the part of your body that needs healing. So if you need healing, if it's migraines or if it's, if it's an eye or a, whatever it is, just, let's just trust him. God, we thank you that you are the healer. You are the God who heals. It is part of your name, and you cannot be anything but a God who heals. And so right now, would you let your kingdom come in our bodies? Pour out your glory, Lord, and come and have your way in our physical bodies. Pour out your glory, God. Increase your presence in our bodies, because in your presence, there is no room for pain and for illness and for sickness. So I speak to skeletal systems right now in the name of Jesus and I say be aligned completely with heaven. Be aligned with heaven right now in the name of Jesus. I speak strength to bones. I speak strength to ligaments, tendons and muscles and say be aligned with heaven right now in the name of Jesus. Strength to skeletal systems in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let your healing come, Lord. Let your healing come. Right now, I declare healing and wholeness over um, illnesses that have been prolonged. So I'm thinking things that that you've had for a long time, things that keep recurring, things that keep coming back. Um, And we just declare heaven into those places right now, Lord. Come and have your way. By your stripes, we are healed. When you died on the cross, it was for um, the forgiveness of our sins. We could be reconciled to the Father, but it was complete healing. So come and make our bodies whole this morning, Jesus. Things that have been recurring, we speak an end to that right now in the name of Jesus. We say no more in the name of Jesus. And we curse the plans of the enemy over our physical bodies. We curse the plans of the enemy over our physical bodies. And we say, Jesus, you come and have your way. Default to factory settings that our bodies would be as you created them to be. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen.
7: We're almost done. We're almost there. Thanks for hanging out with us. By the way, I forgot to tell our nursing moms. We actually have a nursing moms room now. It's upstairs, so if you go in the kids' area, and then there's a door that goes upstairs. There's a beautiful room up there um, if you want to utilize that for nursing moms. Yasmina is probably there now, actually. I was going to say she can show you where it is, (laughs) but (laughs) come see her when she comes down. Um, I did have a specific word of knowledge for healing. Now, when you get a word of knowledge for healing, you don't actually have to explain how you got the word. Just give what God wants to heal. Does that make sense? Um, But I'm going to share it with you so that you understand process sometimes of how you can get a word of knowledge. So I I played basketball in college. I know it's hard to believe. um, But one of the years we, we made the NCAA tournament, and you know you've been selected for the tournament, and it's the top 64 teams in the nation that play for the national championship, or 68, whatever it is now. But you know you've made it, but you wait for a moment when they tell you who you're playing against. And so it's, it's uh, I forgot what they call it, but the selection or whatever, and it's always a big deal to, one, figure out where you're going to play because they play in, like, six different places. And to find out who your opponent is, and you're always hoping for an opponent that you you got a way that you can beat them. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're watching to see, please don't give me Duke or please don't give me some big powerhouse, but can we get a team that we can beat? And I'm saying that because I'm sitting there going, Okay, Lord, are you speaking to me through basketball right now, or am I distracted? But I saw three, three things, and I saw the actual words that said this, and it was like a, a printed word that was watching the selection on TV, and the first one I saw was cancer, and the second one I saw was divorce, and the third one I saw was addiction, and these three things were watching this thing going, who do I got, who do I got? Who am I going to be opposing? Who am I going to be playing against? And cancer was the first one. And cancer looked on the screen and it went, Jesus. And what, are you kidding me? Cancer called up divorce and divorce said, who'd you get? Jesus. I did too. They called addiction and addiction went, I got Jesus. They were ready for a battle, ready for a fight. And they thought, if I get Clayton, I've got a chance. But what I looked and I saw, I thought I was going to be opposing an individual, but what I saw was Jesus. And so I want to pray for those three things, cancer, for divorce, and for, what was the third one? Just making sure you're listening. We're going to pray for those three things, and here's the encouraging word from the Lord for you. If you're dealing with any one of those three things, your opponent or its opponent is not you. Its opponent is Jesus. And Jesus has already won the battle for you. So in the name of? In the name of? We tell cancer to shrivel up and die, never to return again. In the name of? We break all addiction off of people right now. In the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus, what was the third thing? Good, because I forgot. In the name of Jesus... We come against divorce. We come against divorce that is trying to infiltrate marriages right now. We come against the identity of divorcee that's happening in people right now. And we proclaim that you are free, you are whole, and you are loved in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. So come on up.
15: Yeah, I'm just going to close it out in prayer. But really quick, um, back in 2019, the Lord woke me up um, with the word. Machi. <laughs> well, m- <laughs> so um, as I was asking the Lord, um, he actually had me separate it and look it up in Hebrew. And mat in Hebrew means a shaking. And she is a conjunction and it means Because. So I really want to, my heart has really been praying and interceding for the church. And what he's doing, I'm going to bring it right back around, is it's a season of purging pride in his church. And for some, it's really uncomfortable. And for some, um, there is a pulling away and a shying away or staying distracted or going to what is... In their mind or in our minds comfortable but that's a false safety so what God is doing is these it's the stripping season and he's purging pride yeah, among yeah, other things yeah, but yeah, pride yeah. is the root yeah, yeah. it is the root yeah. and once this church is healed yeah. this nation will be healed
1: what, what she doesn't know, because you got the word Marchi, that um, new matter Marchi meant spirit fighters, people who fight against the Holy Spirit. And the knew the church for the first 200, 250 years, there was just this constant fight between people who just wanted to formulate and do church and denominationalize and uh, formalize their way to doing church against the people who just wanted the Holy Spirit to have his way yeah. in the church. The people that didn't want the Holy Spirit, they were called the new matter Marchis fighters spirit they fight against the holy spirit so that's what you're even talking about she gave you some hebrew context so that's what we'll pray on you pray and I, I, yeah yeah
15: um yeah so How just bringing it right back around lord we love you and we thank you i'm going to ask you guys actually to just um position your hearts and if there has been an area as we've been here this morning that the that the lord has highlighted um, is a root that's not His. Sorry. Um, a root that's not His. It's rooted in pride. It's rooted in... Where do you place your value? Actually, He said to me this morning. Where do you place your value? Um, and so, as, we, as I begin to pray, I want you to just ask the Lord, and whatever it is, I want you to um, willingly... Surrender it and repent. Let's just walk away today completely cleansed and free. You know, the Lord's calling in Isaiah 61, He's calling repairs of the breach, He's calling His saints. To go into the broken systems. That's how this nation and the nations are going to be healed. But we've got to allow the purification process in our own hearts. And yeah, it's uncomfortable. But it's temporary. It's a temporary uncomfortable. It's a temporary pain in the process. To get to the other side of being so fully purified. So cleansed. And so free. That God can do everything that he wants to do through us. So position your hearts. I'm just going to go ahead and start praying. Lord, I just thank you that you are the purifier. That your word purifies us, Lord. I thank you, Father God, for willing hearts to step out of the false comfortable into the uncomfortable, into the unknown with you to allow the purification. And right now, Lord, I ask that you just highlight in each heart here where there has been issues or strongholds or holding on to pride, where we have been rebellious and denied your correction, where we have denied your correction. Lord, I ask that you come in and highlight that right now. Lord, we repent. We repent. Each one of you, when you're called, just say, I repent. We repent for holding on to the things of the flesh. We repent for holding on to bitterness, to um, hate, to um, prejudice, to judgment, to the material things that give us a a false sense of comfort. We repent, Lord God. And I ask, Lord, that you come in as you do so beautifully and so kindly and so gently and pull the root of pride out of our hearts in Jesus' name. Lord, I just pray a great cleansing right now that as we leave here, we leave here so completely changed. Lord, I pray for it to continue to grow in our hearts. Freedom, freedom, freedom in you. Freedom in you, healing in you. Lord, dependency on you, that we're not dependency, dependent on, on the fleshly things, that we don't place our value in ourselves. Lord, we repent for the idolization of our, of our value in ourselves. Where we've elevated ourselves, Lord God, we repent And God, we place you, you on the throne. You're the one on the throne. We place you on the throne. I thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness and gentleness. Lay it down, people. Lay it down. Lay it down. Stop withholding. I feel like there's still a withholding. Stop withholding. Lay it down. Lay it down. Get out of your heads. Get out of your heads. Don't allow, don't allow the enemy to to plant those seeds of lies. Lord, we just come against those lies right now in the name of Jesus. You are our provider. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. You are our sustainer. You are a deliverer. You're our protector. Lay it down. Lay it down. Lay it down. Doesn't matter what's next because you know he's he's there. It's him. It's him. Step into everything that he has for you. Lord, we trust you. We trust you. God, it's you. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen, amen, amen. Thanks, thanks. I oh, know, so, you know, it's always that, oh, we've gone long, but we actually haven't. Um, you know, you might look at your clock and think, yeah, you're eating into my lunchtime. But really, the we've done what's valuable. We've just prayed and prayed, and prayed, and things, there's many things going on, and they really need our attention from, because heaven's attention's on it, and he wants us to be involved with him partnering, and bringing the answers, and praying through answers, so thank you, thank you. I know some people might need to go earlier, because maybe they did have appointments, so I'm fine with that, but, um, but um, I, I'm really grateful that you've stayed and prayed. It's really the vital thing over anything, because it's the thing that says, I'm not in control, God, you are, and that's what he really just wants us to be understand. Like, hey, we're not in control. He is, right? I mean, thank you, Ted. <laughs> yeah, Ted.
0: Thank you for joining us today. For more resources like this or to find information about our weekly services, visit seashorechurch.com.